Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, we're good Burger King, making flameable whoppers. I wear a paper hat. Would you like an apple pie with that? Would you like an apple pie with that? Don't dip your hand in French fries. It really hurts bad, and so does skin grafts. Would you like an apple pie with that? Do you remember that from, the, like, the mid-'90s? It well, was, like, an Internet thing? Yeah, but what was it for? Was there a reason for it? It was just a guy that was, like, you know, like an hourly wage worker working at Burger King. Well, you didn't do the best part. Ding, fries are done. Ding, fries are done. Ding, fries are done. Ding, fries part. are done. I got to run. Uh, it was going through my mind last night, and it's it's like I think it's vaguely offensive now because it's like insulting the intelligence of the guy that works behind oh, the counter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Makes uh, sense. But I think even Family Guy did something with it, and back Probably. in the late '90s, we used to actually play the audio okay. and laugh and laugh. And it was going through my mind last night. I was on my little elliptical watching the Vikings yeah. game. Ding, fries are done. Ding, fries are done. So anyway, how are you? I'm fine. I'm a little tired. We, I told you this. It's like it, it, if Olive sleeps perfectly fine, there's something with the dogs. It's like there's we're not Jake and I are no longer allowed to have a good night's sleep ever. And so last, so Elliot had surgery on Friday, and uh, she already had like because she's older, she already had a weird uh, fuck. I can't think of the name of like the throat tube pipe thing in your throat. Larynx. Nah, whatever. Trachea? It's called. Yeah, maybe something like that. She's okay. already had a weak one because she's older. And then they had to put that thing tube down her throat. Anyway, she they said that she probably cough a lot from that. Well, it's been out of control, and she's been puking everywhere. And so all night long, the past few nights, she's been coughing, and, and she coughs so hard it makes her puke. Oh, wow. But we also think that it's the pain medication is probably making her sick. It's a combination of things. So we had to call the vet today. No sleep the past two nights because she, I mean, she does it all night long. And she's the kind of dog that if we put her in a different room— she would bark or whimper, so that would keep us up. So we just leave her in the bedroom. And also, we're a little worried about her, so we want to like keep an eye on her. So anyway, hopefully we figure that out. But um, tired, but good. Okay. Good. Ready for the Christmas? Ready for Christmas? Yes, me too. It's my last day before. Well, I get it the day off tomorrow. Then I get to come back, and it's just me and Drake on Thursday. Um, and then you guys are gone, so uh, and we're all gone the rest of the year. So you work tomorrow, then you're gone. So yeah. And you're probably going through the same thing. You probably got the holiday coming up, and you got another day to work, or maybe you're working right through the holidays. I'm not sure. Let's get right through the uh, the emails here uh, for the Minnesota goodbye. Hey, guys, I'm going to keep this short, but who controls the station between midnight and when you guys start in the morning? I don't know. I, I truly don't know. There used to be a live DJ. I don't even think they have a voice that does the state that, that yeah. pretends to be live. No, I know there's I nobody live, but it, it's the weirdest thing. It's automated, basically. It is. It's all computerized, and the computer, you know, plays everything from the things like KDWB, the Twin Cities' number one hit commercials, and the music, and all that stuff. And it's it. I don't think you hear a voice supposedly hosting it, which was a big just a, one of the things that I don't like about radio in 2021 and for the past 10 years. There used to be every morning, 24 hours, a live person. Yeah. Working at the radio station, they have it at some stations still, but it's so rare. Like New York is live always. Is that right? Z100, They're live. Okay, yeah. like twenty four seven. Yeah, and I maybe Kiss in L A is as well. Okay, so like the really big stations are, but for but most of the stations across the country, no. 
I'm going to tell you a quick radio story. And they say, who makes the party's own playlist on the weekends? I don't know. I really don't know who makes the party's own playlist on the weekends. That's a good question. I wish I knew. Um, it's interesting about radio and the way things have changed. I'm going to tell, I didn't want to tell this story on the radio because I don't want to embarrass anyone who might hear this. Mm -hmm. But I'm going to tell you the story that I told Fallon that happened to me recently. Uh, so I was at a professional office visit. Now, whatever that means to you, I was either at a therapist or I was at a dentist. Chiropractor. Or I was at a chiropractor, a professional office environment. And, and people say sometimes, they'll be like, I know your voice. Where do I know your voice from? Or they'll say, I know your voice. I know who you are. Listen to your show. And so at this particular professional environment, you know, I come to expect this sometimes. And some people, they'll say, oh, listen to your show. And then they move on and they don't talk about it again. And uh, so I was at this place and, and the person working there says, where do I know you from? And I don't play games. I used to say something like, uh, I don't know. I work at the drive-thru. Do you recognize my voice yeah. in the drive-thru? I don't play games like that all the time. So I say, I'm, I work at KWB. I'm Dave Ryan. She's like, oh, I thought I recognized your voice. And then she went on to say, I don't listen to the radio anymore. I don't listen. What's going to happen to radio? I mean, it's just like dying, right? And uh, what is what are you going to do when radio is like dead? And I thought, this is so unprofessional. Yeah. If you think that, then keep it to yourself. Yeah. If you want to say, hey, I love War of the Roses, then tell me that. But I would never say something like, oh, well, you breed horses. Well, that's cruel. You know, horses need to roam free. Mm -hmm. And for you to force them to breed each other and to force them to wear a saddle and give you, you know, that it's like, I would never say that. Yeah. And I know she didn't mean anything malicious by it. It was probably just really awkward an awkward attempt at conversation, but it just kind of rubbed me the wrong way. Like I would yeah. never insult your profession. Yeah. And it's none of your business. What I don't care what you think of radio truly. And if yeah. you don't listen, that's fine. But it's like, if you said, Oh, I work for Coca-Cola and I said, fucking Coca-Cola's shit. Right. I love Pepsi. Keep it to yourself. Right. I don't care. I also there. So I will say two sides to that. One, um, radio's not dying. I think that people assume because younger kids don't listen. But I, I think that for me, even when it was like one of the only options when I was younger, which I had iPods and stuff when I was growing up. But um, I think the cycle has always been kind of the same for the past few generations. Really, you listen in the car with your parent to radio usually maybe your parent doesn't but a lot of the time they do you go to college you do not listen to radio in college you are waking up later and or you have early classes and or you are discovering new music before radio does that's how it was even when I was in school we I would make mixed CDs with illegally downloaded music hashtag LimeWire yeah and then you graduate college and you go back into the workforce where you have a commute and then you usually start listening to radio again eventually because you're no longer like I, my desire in life is no longer to discover new music before anyone else and have have a mixtape. I'm cool with listening to the new Taylor Swift song. That's a popular song. So anyway, I, I feel like we, radio will make will make changes. And the way that radio was back in the day has already changed because you can already listen to us on iHeartRadio, et cetera. And we already are um, a, a, a embracing podcasting and things. It will change. That doesn't mean it'll go away. It just means it'll adapt like all things have to with times. So I think that's a like mistake to look at it like that anyway. But secondly, I did something similar to that woman the other day, and I felt really stupid because it annoys me when I tell people where I work and they go, oh, I don't listen to you. Sorry. 
because I don't expect that everyone listens to our show. No, I say that sometimes. I said, yeah, we don't get everybody. Yeah. And I always go, oh, I don't, that's fine. I don't expect you to listen to everyone to listen. But it's like a rude thing to say because it's unnecessary. And I found myself, I did the exact same thing like last week and I was so embarrassed. Um, we had it. We have a new sales guy and he used to work for a very popular company called Barstool Sports. They're huge. I mean, crazy, massive, successful. Podcast company, right? There are a lot of things. Okay. They do have podcasting, but there are a lot of things. I don't know. Um, And so he was next door with Jenny and Drake and they were like, asking him all the questions about Barstool. And I walked in to say, um, like, ask him a couple of questions about himself because I wanted to be nice and, like, welcome him. And they were talking about it, and they were like, oh, sorry, we're asking him about Barstool. And I go, oh, yeah, sorry. I respect what they do, but I, I don't like that company, so that's cool. And then I moved on, and I was like, I didn't have to say I don't like Barstool to this guy. Yeah. Why did I say that? I don't know why I said that. I, I don't like Barstool. I think that they are a stereotype of misogyny about, like, a, a bad stereotype of men. It's super misogynistic, and it's gross. But I respect as a company, they're so successful. They've done, they are geniuses at what they do. But I don't like the, I don't like a lot of their content. It's And it's not targeted toward me, so that's fine. It's targeted towards dudes for the most part, not that women can't enjoy it. But... I did the same shit that I hate that people do to me, and I was embarrassed, and I was like, and I didn't make it a big deal. Yeah. I, But I still felt like, really, Fallon, this is the shit you hate, and you just did it to Fallon, him. Fallon, you know, we all put our foot in our mouth yeah. once in a while. Here's I did mine on Saturday night when I met Frank and Amelia at the grand opening of, or the preview of Lush. Yeah. So I walk in, and I see Frank, and Frank and I, we are funny and buddies, and we're buddies and we both think we're each other's funny, and yes. so I was being smart-ass with him, and he's being a smart-ass with me, and we were talking about how he looks just like he always did, and he said, well, I have steroid injections. I have them put up my butt, and I said, oh, so you have steroids put up your butt, and then we were joking about that, and I said, is that you get it from the same place where you buy shrimp at the gas station out of a van, and we were laughing about that, and then I said, I watch you guys all the time, and so now I have a million Frank's attention. I, have, I said, I watch you guys every night. I said, because I can't get Care 11 in the western suburbs, so I have to watch <laughs> Channel 4. And Frank laughed. Yeah. And Amelia, I know she didn't take it wrong, but she could have. And she said, well, thanks a lot, so you're stuck with us? Yeah. And I'm like, no, I mean, I love you guys, but God damn it, did I just say something yeah. stupid? Yeah, Classic. Because I didn't mean to say yeah. I'm stuck with you guys, but that's essentially what I said. Yeah. I can't get Care 11 so I watch you guys. <laughs> yeah, classic. Okay, so good. So it, it happens. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. All right, moving on to our next email. Uh, we're going to skip that one because I need some audio for that one. I, I don't have it right now. Uh, hi, all. I thought it might be fun to talk about interesting Christmas cards or holiday letters you received from the past. Some of the most memorable cards I received were a college friend was single and sent a Christmas card of just her drinking wine by a Christmas tree it said, Merry Christmas from Melissa, just Melissa, photo was attached. Okay, that's pretty funny. I'm going to open this and look at it, and it is. It is Merry Christmas from Melissa. She's got a bottle of wine and a glass, and she looks very happy, and it says, Merry Christmas from Melissa, and then in smaller print, it says, just Melissa. Okay, that's, that's funny. funny. Melissa, Melissa has a sense of that. humor. Yeah. Another card from a friend of mine in the Marines and his other Marine friends. The four of them were like in a 90s pose together at a Sears photo session, Photo is attached, so yes. Oh my God, it's hysterical. I'm going to describe it to you. They're in a, a, a almost silhouette form, standing in front of a Christmas tree, and they are standing with two on the bottom and two on the top. 
and they are all gazing up oh, in the air yes. at some distant whatever it is that's captured their attention. And it's so corny and stupid and funny. We tried to take one of those at a J.C. Penny portrait studio about five or six years ago, and Susan blew it. Oh. Because we all got the joke. Look up in the air. Pick a spot up in the air. We all look at the same spot like we're gazing at a star. Yeah. And Susan looked at the camera. And it's like, <laughs> God damn it. No. Look at the star. up. Look at the light bulb up there. Yeah. Look at the picture on the wall. So that's very funny. I can't think of anything I got like that. The best one I always get is... Honestly, the Steve Letarte family Christmas card because they always do um, a full scene, like from a movie or a Christmas scene, and they do. They honestly put a lot of effort in, and Steve like legit photoshops and everything. So this year it was the Christmas story. So I know Olivia's like oh, the really? bunny and stuff like that. So okay, I think I got it and I remember it, but I don't. Yeah, it's not coming to me right away. It's they they did the Christmas story family. It was very funny. Uh, one year, I think they did Home Alone. Jake's old coworker that lives in Nashville does the exact same, almost it's like to the T, the exact same kind of thing every single year. So theirs was a Christmas story this year too, and theirs is really good, like super professionally photoshopped. And I'm like, yeah, I'm good enough throwing up the photo of Olive and Dylan at Santa because I don't, I don't have the Photoshop skills. No, I get that. That's that's very funny. Okay, next one it says, I'll start out by saying I love your show. Uh, I've listened since the beginning of time, literally. I feel compelled to write to you guys about a show on Netflix that's a must-watch. Dave is obviously talking about these lame-ass shows that he watches. <laughs> Says he's run out of shows. I've never heard you guys talk about this show. It's called Money Heist. They just finished their final season. It's a Spanish show dubbed over in English. But if you guys could get through Squid Games with the terrible English voiceover, then you have to watch this. It's so good, I promise. Thanks, and have a great Christmas. You are not the first person who has recommended Money Heist. I'm going to be completely transparent at the risk of, like, hurting people's feelings. I watched the first two episodes, and it's not for me. Yeah. I did. And I because I, I when you recommend a show to me, and I say you, like you, Alex, or people who listen to the show, I, I really want to like it. It's like, mm -hmm. oh, that might be really good. And I've learned some great shows that way. Same. And uh, But I watched the first two episodes of Money Heist. And it's just not my it's just no. not my thing. And especially when I found out that it runs for seasons, like mm -hmm. nine episodes in season one, nine episodes in season two and three and four. And and you know what? I'm glad it worked out for you, Alex. I j it just was not my thing. We started a new one. Uh, the dub overs are hit or miss for me. I don't mind those. Uh, it's hit or miss. Some some like the one I got into it and maybe I only got into Squid Game because everyone was obsessed with it. So I'm like, I have to. Uh, but there's one that's like a Christmas one, and every year I almost start it, and then I'm like, ah, I don't know if I want to sit through it because I like look at my phone so much. But um, there's one we did start, and it's so horrible and funny, and it's not brand What's new. What's it called? Do you remember? The new one I'm watching is called Girl 5 Eva, and it is on Peacock, and it is uh, basically about these <laughs> this girl group that they were super popular in like the 90s, and now they're in their 40s, and this rapper remixes a song and uses their song so they're kind of relevant again and it's so funny because it has Sarah Bareilles she was one of the members Busy Phillips and then it has one woman and she's the one of course that's like she's gained weight and she's like a dentist now and they're trying to relive their girl group oh this days. sounds so great it's, and their songs are horrible like the lyrics are like 
so offensive but funny and like uh, amateur, and it's them trying to like get back out there and go on tour. What's this show called? Girl Five Eva. Girl because, Five, like the number yes, five. Yes, because okay. they are they wanted to be a band and best friends more than forever. So they're girls five. Oh Eva, God, that's so great! It's so it's so. What, net, what platform is it peacock on? Peacock, as we we watch. Hey, uh, we yeah. don't get Peacock. Well, you're fucked. Can I get your password? <laughs> What'd you say? You're fucked. <laughs> Jesus Lord! <laughs> you could pay for it on other pa- platforms, but and, I don't think you uh, want to pay for it. Okay, you know what? I might. Is it a series like a limited run series, or is it like? Well, I don't know. There's just one season out. So just far. one season. Okay. So far, that sounds funny. Actually, it's, I would I would totally watch that. The cheesy kind of funny humor as. You know, like, and anyway, and they each have, anyway. One you of, told, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. No, it's, yeah, you can check it out. I was going to say, you told me about Pen15, and that one was a really good one. And I have not watched season two of Pen15, but I really like season one. It's kind of similar cheesy, funny vibes. That's my only hope that you might like Girl 5 Eva, because you did like Pen15. It's not as sexual necessarily as that. Pen15 was like gritty, natural sexual. Like yeah. they talked about like, you know, like disgusting. Masturbation and stuff. Yeah, well, just As funny young things. girls discovering it and things, but yeah. Well, the funny thing about Pen15 is the young girls are, they're supposed to be like 14 or 15 years old, but they're played by 33-year-olds. Yeah, because it's the stories about their lives and they, they're the writers, but all the boys are actually like 14 years old. But when they make out with them, you can always tell it's, Always shot from the b- back of the boy's head, and you can tell it's like a man with a wig on. Oh, <laughs> to God. Look like, to look I love like it. the teen boy. All right, last email, and uh, here we go. I'm checking the time to make sure we're not, um, you know, we're, we're doing good with like um, two things multitasking. It says, uh, My husband has many hobbies, which is awesome, but also expensive. He gets his mind on something and decides he must buy everything he needs uh, for the hobby. He's usually able to learn these quickly and he has fun for a while but it never lasts a few hobbies he picked up and has consistently done for the years uh, over the years are karate oh. cooking and baking those okay. are good ones though those are great yeah. hobbies but they can be expensive for sure now examples of other hobbies knife throwing knot tying yo-yoing juggling woodworking lock picking building arcade accessories damn i love all of those i was going to say those are half of those are your Hobbies. Seriously, you're going to laugh because I bought a lock picking set <laughs> about five it. years ago. I never opened it. Yeah. And then this year in a catalog, I found a padlock picking set. Oh my God. And I've also not opened that. So, okay. God, you and me and your husband, no we need kidding. to hang out. Besties. The list goes on. Discussion topic. I bet you think I'm talking about Dave from all the hobbies I listed. I, you yeah. could have. What are the best and worst hobbies you or your partner picked up? And what are the craziest things you have purchased and never done anything with? Now, P.S. Dave, don't forget you used to always complain about Susan never having a hobby. Now she has her store and is more busy than ever. That is absolutely true. I know it absolutely sucks being alone all the time, but remember the days when you would complain she didn't have any hobbies. Love you all from Stephanie. No, Stephanie, that is an actually, I try to remember that because Susan does not have hobbies. And for her to be married to somebody who has a million hobbies. I could walk into Hobby Lobby right now mm-hmm. and find six things yep. that I would love to try. Yeah. Oh, look, there's paint by numbers. Oh, my God, I want to learn to knit. I'm yeah. not going to lie. I was at Barnes & Noble the other day, and you know how when you first walk into Barnes & Noble, there's these learn how to do this sets yep, right yep, up in yep. the front. Learn how to do stained glass. Learn how to do paint by number. One was learn how to knit. And I thought, God, that'd be really cool to learn how to knit. <laughs> no. And I thought, 
I can just see me like knitting things for little Olive or little Ava, yeah. a little hat. And I thought, I don't need another hobby. That's not your hobby anyway. I can tell you right now and save you the money. I, you are not a knitting personality. I resisted it. I mean, yeah. I've got my ukulele and I've got my magic and those are my two main yeah. things right now. Um, Susan, long ago, I used to get annoyed with her early on because she had no hobbies. And so she went out and bought, bought a bunch of Marilyn Monroe books and videos. And she's like, studying my, Marilyn Monroe is going to be my hobby. I'm like, that lasted n like an immeasurable amount of time. Oh, okay. No time at all. Yeah. Then she took up sewing because yeah. I had a coworker whose wife was a great, what do you call it, sewer, I guess. Seamstress. Seamstress. And so she bought a sewing machine. Nope. Nothing. Yeah. Then she got a bow, like a package bow, Christmas wrapping bow making set at the state fair. Mm -hmm. And so she bought all the ribbons and all the little spools and all the little things to make bows. She made a handful of bows, then ignored that. Uh, she did karate for about two or three years. She got her black belt. And then once she got her black belt, she took a break, never went back to karate. Mm -hmm. um, she plays piano. She's played it since she was a little girl. But she doesn't play regularly at all. Twice a year, she'll get on the piano. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, she just, it's just, but I would say the most outrageous thing that she bought, uh, recently she bought a cookie decorating set, complete mm -hmm. with the little squeezy tubes of icing. Yeah. And the great big mixing bowl, like the chef style mixing bowl. Have you bought anything? Like, you did your beekeeping thing a few years ago. Yeah, um, I did that, and I, and I did it for a couple of years, loved it. I gifted it to Jake's stepdad. Jake's big expensive things was woodworking, but he's made two really great things. He has, though. If he would keep actually doing stuff, it'd probably be worth it. But he's like, it's a winter hobby. Well, it's the end of December, Gottler. Yeah. Get to the garage and Gottler. use the expensive-ass saw that you needed to have, you know? Does anybody want my woodworking tools? Because I used to do wood carving and whittling until I realized that I suck really bad at it. I don't know. Ask Jake. Maybe. Probably not. Because uh, I would, I honestly, I've probably got about $500 worth of woodworking, like not yeah. not chisels, but wood carving, little carving things and stones and yeah. blocks of basswood and, and little sets. And I, I'm never going to do it again. You sell I'm, it on Facebook Marketplace. I guess I could, yeah. yeah. I mean, I got a bunch. You're not going to get that much for it, but. I would just love to get it out of the yeah, basement, honestly. Um, well, that is it for the Minnesota Goodbye. Thank you for listening. Yeah, thank you. I think it's going to be the last one where, um, uh, wow, we went 22 minutes today. No shit. Right. Um, no shit. Last no shit. Just kidding. Uh, so thank you for listening that during the Minnesota Goodbye. I don't know if there will be more if you and Jenny are going to do one tomorrow and you and Drake or me and Drake. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Yeah, we'll see. I'm not sure. We'll so try. If, they, if they go away for a couple of weeks, you know what? We wouldn't be the first place, first place to go away for a couple of weeks. So uh, enjoy your holiday. And I'll be back on Thursday. Fallon will see you tomorrow. And thanks for listening this year and supporting and emailing the Minnesota Goodbye. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.